I believe that you have dreams, goals, and actions. And if you don't take that dream into a goal, into an action, then it stays a dream. And it's just always a dream. It never happens. So you have to be very specific with your goals. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. And today I am joined by Donna Hovey. She's the founder and CEO of Rare Quality Models and Talent, and she's based in Alabama. She's been representing models and actors since 1990 for television, film, commercials, voiceover, print, and special event campaigns. So I need to work on my voiceover stuff. So who knows? I might have a new career coming for me in the future. But anyway, a few of our commercial clients have included American Girl, Hyundai, Pepsi, Bank of America, Charbroil, Gap, Hilton, and Land's End. She's also an author of Modeling as a Career, A Beginner's Guide to Modeling and Acting, and Get Your Act Together, a Journal for Actors. She's passionate about helping models and actors succeed in the entertainment industry. Donna, over to you. Tell us a little bit more about yourself that we haven't covered in there. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And yes, I'm a talent agent in Alabama. When people ask what I do, I just tell them I sell people. Okay. That has connotations, but you know, we'll we'll run with that. We'll run with that. But that's probably deliberate, right? As to pique the interest. Yeah. But I sell people into advertisements. And to TV and film, I've had my business since 1990, and I started my business when I was 24 years old, when um, I like to say now, when I was young and full of hope. You're young at heart and still full of hope, right? I know. I'm still full of hope. Yes, it never goes away. The ideas just keep rolling. Excellent. Excellent. So tell us um, how you got involved in that way back when. And also, you know, if you can slide in there, how goals work with you, because I know that you have a special tool that you use with some of your talent to uh, get them on the right path. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved and started. Well, when I was 14 years old, my grandfather paid for me to take a modeling class. And the teacher of the modeling class actually was a commercial actor. And I became very interested in what she did. And then I, from 14, I did that class. I got an agent in Atlanta. And then my agent needed help in her office and asked if I could work part-time. And so I started working part-time for her. I'm just answering the phone and mail. And then I moved up to be a booker, which is booking the talent. And then after that, I moved to Alabama and I was looking for a job And there were not any agencies in Alabama. So being young and full of hope, I opened up my own. So that's how everything got started. And I started with six models. And the agent in Atlanta helped me to get things going here. And then I've just had the agency ever since. Awesome. How much talent do you have on your books these days? I have a small agency. Mm -hmm. I represent between 100 and 150 talent at any given time. Some of them have been with me for 20 years 
And then some are just in and out. There's always an in and out in my industry because people will think they're interested in doing it and then they'll do it for a little while and then they quit. And, you know, so it's an industry with a, with a high turnover. Okay. Okay. So tell us about goals then, how that fits into to okay. what you do, because you, you, you know, you, you've told me that you, you make sure that your talent are involved in goals. So presumably that, Yes. Something you've experienced. I believe that you have dreams, goals, and actions. And if you don't take that dream into a goal, into an action, then it stays a dream. And it's just always a dream. It never happens. So you have to be very specific with your goals and set time deadlines. How I got started with goals My very first goal was in ninth grade, and it was to graduate high school one year early. This was way before dual enrollments. No one graduated high school early back in the 80s. And I sat down, and I wrote out all the credits that I needed to graduate one year early, and I graduated one year early with two credits to spare at 16 years old, almost 17. And that was my very first goal. And I remember writing it all out and having a plan that I had to stick to because if I didn't get that extra two credits by the end of junior year, I would have had to spend a whole nother year in high school. And so that, I don't even know where the idea came from or someone along the way taught me about goals. Yeah. But then after that, I've just always set goals. And it's not because I'm motivated. I am the laziest, unmotivated person you will ever meet. I will find an excuse to to not do anything. So I have to have a goal. I'm very disciplined, but I'm not motivated to do things. Okay. Well, that, that that's interesting, folks. I think, you know, anybody listening there, this goals thing works for everybody. Whatever attitude that you have, whatever character that you might have, you know, we always think that when we're when we're talking about goals, that you know, it's the go-getter that goes out there, and it's 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 like somebody that's incredibly focused, and they spend twenty-four-seven on it. And here we have Donna telling us oh, we can be laid back. Now I'm pretty laid back too. I use the term lazy on occasion, but really, actually, that's not true. We know that that's not true. If you're running a business, which you clearly are, if you're 100 to 150 people that you're managing in and out of job contracts and all the rest of it, there's no way you can be lazy. So take it with a pinch of salt a little bit. But it's this thing. It works for everybody, I think. Yes. And because motivation, motivation wanes. Just like saying going on a diet. You know, you may you may be all about that diet until the second day when your motivation is worn down and there's a piece of cake in front of you. So you have to have a plan. So when that piece of cake comes in front of you, what you're going to do because your motivation is already worn out. That's a good call. Yeah, I've just been out to lunch and uh, the mini creme brulee (laughs) is calling to me, unfortunately. But yeah, so we've got some work to do on that. Right. Find a way not to ask for the creme brulee. Big, hairy, audacious goals. Call them bags for short. I don't know where I coined the phrase 
somebody somewhere said it and I thought, oh, I like that. So have you had or have you got at the moment a big, hairy, audacious goal that you're working on or have seen through that you're prepared to share with us? I have I have one that for me really it's probably not big audacious hairy goal. I am working on training for a half marathon in October. Okay. So that's probably the only goal that I have going on right now okay. is a personal goal. Okay, let's um, let, but we'll, we'll dissect that and dissect that one a little bit. How far have you okay. run so far in distance? Well, now I have done full marathons in the okay. past. Okay. So However, I'm recovering from um, a shoulder injury. Okay. So my running is down right now. It's about three miles, three to four miles. Okay. Okay. So we've been there already so that, you know, we know we know we got the memory, but it's three miles mm-hmm. and we're going to take it up to 13.1. Okay. Now, I think that's big enough. I think that's a big enough to to start with on a personal basis because you've got to get yourself back into it. Oh, right. Okay. So yes. what have we got? What have we got going professionally then? I'm working on producing a short film, but we will not. We won't film until next summer. Right. So the goals with that really won't start until the first of the year yeah. of next year, and a lot has to do with COVID. We were going to we were going to film it this past summer. Mm-hmm. Or right now, we'd be filming it. So the goals with that are, you know, in January, have to start casting, scouting locations, uh, shoot schedules, that that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the biggest business goal right now, um, okay. outside of just my daily in and out habits. Yes. You know, work habits. Okay. Is producing a film, is a, producing a short film next summer. Okay, and have you done that before? Yes, and I I have done that with the same group that mm-hmm. I'm working with, mm-hmm. but it has been ten years since we did a film. Right, cool. So the same bunch. Yeah. So that'll be good getting back together. Yeah. Now you've got this tool that you share with your talent. It covers smart goals, which I know that you talk about in your book, mm-hmm. and I'm a believer in smart goals. Because, again, that takes the dream to the goals, to the actions, the SMART goals do. And the sheet I have, it says, the top of the sheet, you set your goal. And then you set the actions that you're going to take for the goal. You set the time limit you have to reach this goal. And then there's a place in there to how you know that you have taken the steps to reach this goal. And and most of the time, a talent, you know, their goals are really broad. And if they just do the top part of the sheet with what their goal is, if they if they want to set an appointment with me, then I do a Zoom or a phone call with the sheet. And then we go ahead and make the actions to reach the goal because most of the time they don't know what the actions are that they need to take to reach that goal. And the talent that I have that set goals are more successful than the ones that don't. And that's measurable. That's obviously mm-hmm. measurable. It's measurable. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's the it's, number of contracts, how big the contracts are, whether it's a repeat. And I bet also the ones that come in and go out, 
probably don't have the goals, right? There's probably a no. percentage of those, no? A large percentage. The ones, you know, they may just have this idea like, I'm going to be on my, you know, favorite show or um, I want to do commercials every week. You know, that's all they know. Yeah. They don't know what they need to do to get there. But the ones that do take the steps are successful. The ones that don't take the steps usually aren't successful at all. Right. Okay. They, You know, they may do one thing or they may do nothing because they didn't take their steps. Okay. And also grandma told them that they were lovely and that was enough for them, right? Yes. And what grandma out there isn't going to say that their grandchild is lovely? I know. That's. I mean, they better say it. You'd expect that. That should be their biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. Their biggest absolutely. fan should be grandma. With the best intention, we can go down the wrong route, right? Do you, do you get any talent that you think, oh my goodness, what on earth were they thinking? I mean, we might cut this bit out, but you know, but don't name names. It's okay. <laughs> I won't. Um, do you know, I want to tell you, the way talent is now, you know, it's not, it's not just like supermodel talent. I represent all types of people. But I do remember, you know, a long time ago, I met this girl that I thought, oh, my gosh, what is she doing? What is, what am I doing, you know, taking, taking her? And I really thought she would do nothing. And she surprised me. But she found, she found what she was good at in the industry. And she's still working in the industry. And this was 20 years ago. And that just kind of taught me a lesson about prejudging. Yeah. Because she was someone, she was not a supermodel. She was the complete opposite. But she did get smart and go into voiceover. Right. So that that helped her. So, but yeah, I have met people like that. And I just think, you know, what are they thinking? Yeah. You know, and some of them, you know, I get some strange, I get some strange applications on my website that I think, oh boy, this this girl was probably at a bar last night and some guy <laughs> told her to call a modeling agency. <laughs> and there would have been a reason why he suggested that, for which we won't go into, yes. of course. <laughs> yes. He was very smart. So <laughs> Yeah, there's so nothing there, wrong. Are you, are you a model? <laughs> yeah. Nothing There's wrong with line. making There's feel a good line. Yeah, nothing wrong with making people feel good about themselves. As long as it's done with the nice right intent, we add as a disclaimer. So there is a big difference then. You know, people that are setting goals in, in, in your industry are the ones that tend to be successful. The ones that don't and won't follow through on that don't tend to be successful. And that's relatively a yeah. simple thing. Uh, this is mm-hmm. th- this is the thing about my podcast. I want people to know that goal setting is easy to do, and it's easy not to do. You know, it's a choice of two easies, yeah. really. So, if you want to make a difference in your life, set a goal, but have ten or twelve. Yes, you know, ten or twelve in different spheres of your life. I think it's important. You know, we all tend to go for the money goals or the job goals or whatever. So, But I think, you know, there should be relationship goals in there and how that is managed and family goals and spiritual goals if your inclination is that way. So it's like, you know, get it all rounded, but it's very, very easy to do. It's easy to do. It's easy not to do. But there's a a world of difference between doing and not doing. What you say about goals 
is very true. It's simple just to sit down in a quiet place. And even if you're not sure about a goal, just just brainstorm it. Just start writing out thoughts and then formulate it into a, into a SMART goal. Because there's something about writing things out that the brain unjumbles it and it and it starts seeing that it has to take an action and it's not just all these ideas running around in a head and when i do set my goals i have them written out printed out and i put them on my refrigerator because i know that i'm going to be looking at that refrigerator a lot during don't the day. eat the cake on the bottom <laughs> <laughs> i even i even put my i put my business goals on my refrigerator because I know that's the place I see the most yeah. is a, is the refrigerator. Okay. We're um, not going to go there. We're not going to ask why you go <laughs> to the refrigerator all the time. It's for water, right? It's for cold water. Yes. Okay. It is. Okay. Good. Good. So keep it visual. That's what you're saying there. Write it down. Yes. Brainstorm it because it is very, very difficult. I think, you know, this process that when you get started on it is very, very difficult. And you just don't know where to start. So, yeah, as you say, find somewhere mm-hmm. quiet, piece of paper, pen, and just whatever comes out might seem crazy. Just get it down on paper. Mm-hmm. And then then there'll be connections with other parts and other goals that you're setting or that you write down. Or Even if we don't call them goals mm-hmm. to start with, they're thoughts. We've got thoughts about the thing that we want to be what we want to do, mm-hmm. how we want to be. So that's a good starting point. Get somewhere quiet, pen and paper, and just write. And nothing yeah. is too outlandish. What does the world need to know from Donna Hovey that it hasn't heard already that's goal-based? So you've got a nugget, okay. a golden nugget of something that you think, oh, actually, people should know this. Know that your goals are your goals. They're not anybody else's goals. So make your goals speak to your heart, whatever they are. They're not anybody else's goals. And no one even needs to know about your goals. You can write them down and stick them in a drawer if you have other people you know, living in your home. But there's, there's never too small of a goal, and there is never too big of a goal. They're, they're yours, and they're, and they're personal for you, whatever speaks to you. There you go. I knew that there was something there, and that is the importance of this. But just ask a wayward question, something just triggers. And I think that's a lovely, lovely thing. It's like, they're your goals. So many people live their life around other people's expectations. Yeah. And, and, and they find that, you know, they're doing things that they don't really want to be doing. So find out what your personal goals are. Write them down. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how big or how small they are. In fact, write a few small ones because then you can get into the habit of doing them, achieving them, then you'll start believing, then you'll be confident enough to make bigger goals. That's really, really, really good. So, Donna, are you looking for any talent in the UK presently? For maybe voiceover? I could take voiceover from UK. 
I was being dry. I was now, like, I was putting myself <laughs> forward. I was putting on a little bit of now, a sexy voice and, you know, seeing if it resonated. Now, if you if you want to do voiceover, I will rep you in voiceover. And I'll tell you what I need afterwards because everything I do is thanks to technology. It doesn't matter where you are. And I actually do get calls for British accents for voiceover. And since you have your own home studio to record, then it would be easy. Excellent. So I know even seriously, if you if you want to do the voiceover talent, you know, let's do it. It's very easy for me to put you in my database and I can just email you what I need from you to well, have yeah. in there. You heard it here first, folks. Right. It's no, I, I've gone all funny, really. I, I was, it was, a, it was a little bit tongue in cheek, but you know what, right? I think sometimes these things happen for a reason. I have had the odd client in the past, a long time ago, say, "Can you do some tapes for me?" And it's like, "What? What? Oh, I just love your voice." And it's like, and they just want. Naughty. They want me to say naughty things. I mean, I can't do that. I can't possibly. I'm a professional, <laughs> I'm a professional financial advisor. I can't. I can't do that sort of thing. But anyway, we, we we will pursue this afterwards. Yes. Well, now the only the only deal is I get a commission. Yeah, of course. And 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 you remember me. You remember me when you were famous. Okay. That's it. That's it. No, no, no. Look, I, I've got this philosophy on stuff. People help me out, okay? I don't then jump on to the next, you know. Somebody might say, well, look, you know, I've got these bigger contacts and all the rest. Of it. I don't go in for that, right? If you get me my first mm-hmm. break, I'm yours forever. And, and Yeah, that might have come out wrong. But anyway, you know what I mean, right? I don't, yes. I don't, I, I, I don't bounce around. It's called, what is it called? Loyalty. I talk about it in my book. Yes. It's loyalty. Yes. So you get me and, a gig. And I did like that. You get me a gig. I'm yours forever, Donna. Okay? Okay. That All right. Great. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it separately, folks. And we've gone off and we've drifted and all the rest of it. But I'm going to make sure that all of Donna's stuff is contained in the show notes. Because, you know, I've obviously sort of taken advantage of my position here. But anybody else that's, you know, good looking, young, or just natural looking, because as we've established, it doesn't really matter what you look like these days, diversity and all the other bits and pieces. And some of us yeah. just do have a voice or face rather for radio. Yes. So we'll work with that. So Donna, we'll make sure that all of your stuff is there. If anybody wants to reach out for you, I mean, what sort of things are you looking for? What would, well, what would be a good um, lead for you, say? Well, um, for professional talent, I'm really looking for people in the southern USA, which would be Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, and experienced actors that have demo reels, and they have updated headshots and updated resumes, and they can just fill out an application on my website, and then I'll reach back out after I go through the application. So that's what I look for. I'm open to a new person that is just beginning as long as they will listen to me and do all the steps I tell them that they need to do to get started, which will be headshots. And I'm going to want them involved in some acting classes or community theater, 
So that's pretty much what I'm looking for. All ages, six and over. Six until death. Six until death. So there's hope for us all, mm-hmm. except you've got to be in yeah. southern, southern America, unless there's the occasional voice over for a UK person, which I've cornered yeah. that market. So sorry, folks. Yeah. Anyway, Donna, thanks very much for joining me today. As I say, we'll make sure all your stuff is in the show notes. It's been a pleasure meeting you and we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk. 